It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Thursday. That means it's time for the Big Me kickoff. It's your host, Kevin Noon, here with Scott Green at Terrapin Sports Report. And we are going to talk a little Ohio State, Maryland. As the Buckeyes are looking ahead to the Michigan game, maybe not really looking ahead yet, they have to go to College Park a place that the last time they played at was quite the nightmare with 52-51 overtime game. First and foremost, Scott, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you, Kevin? Doing great. Um, You know, we talk a little bit about, you know, historically. I mean, you know, that that, that 2018 game was was significant. I mean, Ohio State played Maryland the week before Michigan once again. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, the late Dwayne Haskins, had to really put the Buckeyes on his back and carry them uh, across the finish line. You know, what are your memories of the game? And, you know, what were kind of the reactions around Turp Nation uh, after that one kind of got away from them? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it was one of those seasons where, you know, Matt Canada actually ended up being the the coach, you know, with everything that went on with DJ Durkin. Um, You know, they had Anthony McFarland, who had probably the game of his career, um, and I, I don't think that team really had any expectations, you know, the season or in that game. So they just kind of went out there and did their thing and, you know, almost came away with the most improbable win probably ever. Um, you know, obviously things have changed and you know, I've got Loxley in charge. Um, the offense finally has a quarterback that's, you know, been here for a few years. And, um, you know, I think there are definitely more expectations now that said, you know, I'm sure we're going to get into it the last two weeks of, not been pretty, so I, I'm just really not sure how you you come into this one. But, yeah, I mean, you know, fans look back at that 2018 game, and, I mean, it was awesome. You know, I don't think anyone expected anything close to that, and I think it's something fans still look back on fondly. Yeah, that was kind of my setup to my actual five questions that I'll be using here at uh, on, on the Big Me kickoff. And, you know, first and foremost, let's address the quarterback position. You know, you guys with uh, Talia Tungalo. Tunga Baloa, I always stumble on that one, had a pretty solid start to the season, gets hurt. These last two weeks have been bad. Um, 
Is it more of a matter of, I mean, the Wisconsin game, I watched that on, on uh, the DVR, the weather was gross. I mean, is that more of a case of weather has in, impacted him in that game and maybe the Penn State game, or is he just not good to go? I mean, what 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 is your take on the quarterback position right now? Because he certainly has looked off with less than 100 yards passing in each of those games. I mean, I feel like first and foremost, it starts with the offensive line. You know, this is a group that came in with basically six returning starters, and actually a guy who's basically graded out as one of the best of the group most of the season has been Mason Lumsford, their left guard. And he's actually missed the two weeks, last two weeks due to uh, concussion protocol. So having to shift guys around and basically play positions they haven't been playing so far this year, I feel like that definitely had an effect. And, you know, Wisconsin and Penn State, you know, they both, you know, they like to stunt. Um, they bring guys from all over the field, different positions, different, different gaps. So, I think that helped with the confusion. You know, with all that said, um, Tagovailoa has just not looked good. I mean, he it, I, basically simple five-yard completions, he can't throw a, a spiral right now. And I feel like 90% of it, just like sometimes last year, is just mental. Um, he just doesn't seem to be there mentally at the moment. Um, you know, taking sacks where he's got time to throw the ball away, um, missing just – obvious obvious wide open reads as a second third read um yeah just mentally he just doesn't seem there and i think you know the trouble up front in front of him on the offensive line i think has contributed but i think mentally he's you know struggled the last two weeks um you know let's move kind of to the running game and we talked a little bit about uh Anthony McFarland, and he went nuts in uh, in that game in 18. But a lot of the participants now had nothing to do with that game. Maryland was rushing for about he was rushing for about 235. Uh, you know, the run game has been well this year. I mean, is what what's what's going on with the run game? Is is there somebody on there that could just sit there and wake up and have you know that kind of day? I mean, is there somebody who has that type of potential, or is this more of a run? run by committee type of situation for Maryland. And it's just going to be a matter of things having to just break the right way. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a guy capable of doing it and that's redshirt freshman Roman Hemby. Um, the guy wasn't very, very highly touted coming out of high school, but I mean, he's got it all. He's got the size, the speed. He's actually a, a very underrated, I think as a pass blocker. Um, he's really the complete package. I, I think there's no doubt he's going to play on Sundays. And up until the last two games where they've just struggled across the board, um, you know, he was basically the top freshman running back in the country, averaging over six yards of carry, um, seven or eight touchdowns. And, you know, he's got quite a few, um, you know, long touchdown runs, 70 plus yards. Um, so, yeah, I think Roman Hemby can absolutely be that guy. Um, whether it's going to happen this Saturday, I'm not sure. But, yeah, absolutely. He's capable of going off uh, anytime, any moment. Um, and having a big, big game. Going into this season, I was not shy in saying that I felt that Maryland had probably the second best group of wide receivers in the Big Ten behind Ohio State. Uh, you know, with guys like, you know, with Raheem Jarrett, Deontay Demon, or Dante Demas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The numbers just haven't necessarily just been there what you know you you've talked about i mean at least here in the last couple of games that the offensive line has been thrown out off kilter because of uh injuries and somebody being in the concussion protocol but you know are are, are the numbers out of the wide receivers you know where you would have expected have they kind of come come under i mean how would you, how would you explain that 
Yeah, I mean, first you just got to start with with Demas Jr. I mean, you know, he's coming off of that that gruesome injury against Iowa last year, and he he came back earlier than I think a lot of people expected. But that said, um, you know, whether it's mental, whether he's not fully comfortable with the brace, you know, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he just he's not the same player he was last year going into the, the Iowa game. And, you know, for whatever reason, it's just not there at the moment. Ho- hopefully it's mental and he gets it back together. Um, but, yeah, he has not been the same guy. Um, you talk about Jarrett, you know, he's been their best receiver this year, but he's had some drops in recent weeks. Um, and, and the one thing that I've really kind of noticed, uh, and I know some others noticed as well, is in the last game against Penn State, um, you know, the blocking wasn't there. He's been one of their better um, run blockers, and the run blocking has just kind of not been there um, the last couple games. So it makes me almost wonder if he's just become maybe a little disinterested with the way, you know, the offensive line, the quarterback are struggling. Um, and, and then, too, you got to talk about, you know, you got a guy they brought in like Jacob Copeland from Florida. Um, you know, he's as talented as anybody. But again, you know, haven't haven't really seen a lot of looks his way. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I 100 percent agree. You know, I think on paper coming into the season, they they had one of the best in the league and one of the best in the country. But, you know, the way things have kind of worked out, it just hasn't worked that way. And, go, and going back to it quickly, you know, I think I, I think the fact Hemby has had the kind of season he has has also played a little bit of a part because I don't think most people expected the offense to be quite as balanced as it's actually been this year. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jump over to the other side of the ball as we continue on here on uh, on the Big Me kickoff with Scott Green of Terrapin Sports Report talking about Ohio State, Maryland. What is the strength of this defense? And, you know, I, I know that people are going to look at the last two games and see that Maryland's been outscored 53 to 10 and say, oh, what defense? But, you know, this was a team that was sitting six and one prior to all of that. What's the strength of the, of the defense? And how do you think they may go about trying to uh, – to attack Ohio State's uh, offensive attack. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, the, the strength of the defense is probably definitely the two the two safeties. Um, you got Dante Trader Jr., uh, the sophomore, and then Bo Braid, the, the junior. 
Um, both are first year starters, but I, I think they've they've both been pretty good and they've both gotten better as the season's gone on for the most part. Um, you know, you look at the linebacker group, you know, you got a, a former five-star guy like Jay Sean Barham. He's been great. Um, but you know, they've had a lot of injuries in that unit, including Barham a few weeks ago. Um, you know, Ruben Hippolyte, who's supposed to be their top uh, middle linebacker, missed a number of games. Um, so, you know, the front seven, um, you know, they were better earlier in the year. They've been banged up a little bit of late. And I, I think that's showed, um, you know, and then you got to talk about on the outside, you know, the, the, while the safeties, I think, are the best group, the corners are pretty good, too. You know, you talk about Jacorian Bennett. Um, he's a Juco guy, but uh, I, I believe he still leads the nation in pass breakups. Um, he's got a couple interceptions, hard hitter, um, big, big physical corner. So I think the safeties and Bennett are pretty much the the top group of that unit. I mean, let's move to the game itself as we start wrapping up here on the Big Me kickoff. I mean, I think that going into the season, I saw this Maryland game as being the trap game for Ohio State, whether it was 2018, you know, the, the potential output of the offense, just, you know, being the week before Michigan. Now we sit here, Ohio State's about a four-touchdown road favorite. I mean, obviously – where the money is in terms of setting lines doesn't necessarily think this is going to be much of a game. What are your thoughts? I mean, how do you think this game plays out and you know, offer up a prediction if, you know, I know we're still kind of midweek at this point, but what, how do you, what, what, what do you see as a final? Yeah, I, it was funny. I want to say maybe Monday, I went back and looked at some of the final scores in this series. I mean, I think they've only played what seven times, right? Right. Yeah. And all, all in the big 10 and you go back and, you know, you look at when Durkin was here, he was supposed to be, you know, a defensive guru. You know, everyone talks about how they love him now in the sec. Uh, I mean, he, they gave up 62 points each of those games that Durkin was here. Um, the two most recent games. I, I mean, I hate to remind any Maryland fan who might see this, but Giving up what I think seventy three and and sixty two the last two games, um, for whatever reason, when it comes to Ohio State, they simply don't seem to be able to stop them defensively. Uh, they don't seem to ever really have an answer. Um, and when you look at the last two games, unfortunately, I'm just not sure this is the game where they're going to get better. I think it's going to be Rutgers, which is going to be a dogfight to you know to get to seven wins, but. I hate to say it, but I see this as probably another one of those 60, 70 to 7 or 10 type games. I really wish I, I wasn't saying this, and I I, I want to be more hopeful, but I just – what I've seen the last two weeks and some things going on, I just I, – I, it doesn't look good. Well, there you go, and you'll have to, you'll have to wait until uh, later on Friday to get my prediction over at Buckeye Huddle, but uh, – yeah, I mean, this. I'll, I'll say this. Nobody expected, and, and Scott was the first one to say it, nobody expected 2018 to happen, but it seemed, you know, it's it's 7-0 and for Ohio State in the series history, all of them in the Big Ten, and most of these games have ended up quite ugly. So, you know, we'll have to see. Weather does not appear to be uh, a factor uh, in this one. I mean, everybody's trying to talk about Ohio State and what happened in that Northwestern game. That does not seem to be the case there. And uh, Maryland Stadium is much more of a collegiate stadium than Northwestern's high school stadium, where a strong gust of wind almost knocked it over. So well, uh, well, let, me, let me say two quick things, too, about 2018. you got to remember. One, even though the game was close, Ohio State still scored 55 points. 
And two, one thing you're you're probably not going to see that they ran probably a hundred times in that game that Matt Canada seems to be in love with, even the NFL, is the jet sweep. Um, you're not going to see those jet sweeps on Saturday. So just two things to kind of think about when looking back at 2018. Well, Ohio State fans definitely want to put 2018 out of their memory banks and just, you know, get on to Michigan week and, uh, you know, get in and get out of, uh, out of college uh, park without any more injuries as this Ohio state team certainly is a team of the walking wounded. One thing that I think that could keep the game maybe a little closer than 60 to 10, but you know, we just don't know, but Scott, you know, looking forward to seeing you and uh, getting to the state of Maryland. I've got a big meal set up somewhere outside of Landover. I'm, I'm really excited to get out there. Not a, not not a seafood person though, so there will be no crab or anything like that going on for me. But I'll still find a way to get Old Bay on something. Yeah, sounds good. But I want to thank Scott for being part of the show, and I want to thank you for being part of watching this show. Without you, it wouldn't be possible. So be sure to hit that bell, subscribe to the channel, and don't miss a single thing here on YouTube.com/slash Buckeye Huddle. But until then, we'll talk to you very soon. <laughs>